Hi, this is Stephanie, the host of the Empower Your Life podcast. And let's see what's going on besides it being 107, 108. Like that's pretty much what's happening in Texas these days is we just have these really high temperatures. Although this morning, um, it actually was in the seventies. I don't, I can't, I mean, I was on, I almost had to put a jacket on because I was like, wow, this is amazing in the morning. Um, we haven't had really anything lower than, um, 85 degrees, um, at six o'clock in the morning. So it has been a hot one, but we're still hanging in there and, um, this too will pass and we'll have some fantastic weather here, um, coming up hopefully in the next month or so. Um, but this week, um, again, we have our event happening. It's going to be fantastic. Um, a lot of buzz around it. Um, is back pain ruining your life? Um, so if you are someone that has back pain, hip pain, um, wants to see what the connections are, this is going to be the event for you. Um, I always say where the side of the pain is often not where the source of the problem is coming from. And there's so many sources that can create back pain. And we're going to talk about that. We've also partnered with a CBD company. Um, it's called the CBD house of healing, and they're going to be going into more of like CBD products and how this can kind of help us with anxiety. We get an anxiety around our pain. It totally happens. It happens to everyone. It's normal. Um, and this can kind of help calm those nerves as well as helping you with your sleeping, which is when we start healing, learn all the answers that you need about CBD. And then we'll have a little bit of wine tasting at the end with some great bottles that we can buy, um, at the end of the event. So, um, if you are interested and you want to sign up, make sure you do, cause we, we need a head count and we only have limited space. Um, it's in the description. So make sure you head down to the description to get the link to sign up for that event. So this talk, oh my gosh, bursitis, it's a common topic that we see. It's so mismanaged. That is what we're going to talk about. Three of the top exercises that you can do to get resolution now um, for your hip bursitis. So check this out. This is one of the things that we look at when someone has hip bursitis, it's often mismanaged. Um, you know, injections don't work. Uh, people do strengthening exercises, massage, those don't work. You have to get to the source. So this will talk a little bit about some of the sources that, um, that you'll get with hip bursitis. So check it out. This is the empower your life podcast, where you can find some of the best health and life tips to keep you active and living life without having to go through surgeries, procedures, and medications. We want to give you hope that it is possible as the body has an amazing ability to heal if we give it the right environment. Stay tuned to the end of this podcast to hear a very special offer. Without a further ado, let's get started. So what is hip bursitis? What causes it? And what are some of the best exercises where you can get relief now? That's what we're going to actually talk about today. You know, a little bit about us. Um, we are dedicated to help people stay active and mobile without unnecessary surgeries or injections or any kind of procedures. Um, oftentimes we see people that have tried everything, nothing has really worked, um, but they are able to get the results when they come to our office. So we love to provide a lot of education to really help you understand your body a little bit better. And this is one of those topics that is so mismanaged um, because you go see a doctor, they do an image, they see inflammation around your bursa and they say, you have bursitis, let's do an injection, um, or, <clears throat> or they don't really give you any other options. 
you'll go to like physical therapy and they'll do some stretching and some strengthening exercises and often it can make you worse. Um, and so we're gonna talk a little bit about that today uh, as uh, we kind of go through this. So let's go into a little bit of the anatomy of, of the hip. So this is like the hip joint itself with the bones and we have really small muscles that attach from the, the pelvis part to our leg, which is our femur. And these often are problematic. They're the ones that usually give us the most problems. They're weak, they're tight, um, and we've got to address those. And so as we see, then you have layers of other muscles and layers of other muscles that all, are all on top of it until we get to the big muscles. And so when you have all these muscle attachments um, that are attaching to the bone, typically you'll have things called bursas, which are basically fluid filled sacs that help us glide. Since there's a lot of muscles that attach there, they just help that area um, glide a little bit better and not get irritated. But <clears throat> when you have things that you're using muscles in a way that are producing, like that our body's not used to using them that way, they get irritated and that whole area can get inflamed. And that's kind of what happens when we have bursitis. So why does it happen? You know, bursitis is really a symptom. It's just telling you that there's something else that's going on and how you're recruiting your muscles is part of the problem. And so um, oftentimes, like I said, you know, you'll get injections, which just treat the symptoms. You might go and get a massage, which again, just treats the symptoms. You feel better, but it really comes, it comes back again because you're not getting down to why it's happening. Um, why, why are those muscles tightening up and why is, why are we having so much irritation there? So most people stretch and strengthen the lateral part of the muscles. Cause like, that's the part that's really weak. When in reality, those muscles are often getting recruited all the time with some of the things that we're doing. So one, some of the big things that we do to recruit those muscles, there's a couple things that can happen. So I always say you have to look at mobility first. And then you can get to stability and strengthening and those kind of things. So mobility, what does that mean? So we have to see how the joints move. So how does the back move? How do the, how does the hip move? Because if there's some issues there and let's say you're getting pain referred from the back, those muscles are going to tighten up. And if they're there long enough, they can kind of cre create a bursitis type feeling. You can also have tightness in the joint of the hip where we're doing so many things. We're always sitting and bending and and a lot of times our joint won't move all the way backwards very well. It gets tight. Um, and there's things that we have to do to kind of stretch it out. The joint, we have to actually literally stretch the joint out. And that's something that definitely is something that's missed all the time. So if you physically can't move the joint in certain positions, you're going to recruit muscles a little bit differently, creating a bursitis. You're going to not be able to get those hip extensors to fire very well. You're going to shift your weight to the outside of that hip a little bit more to get those muscles to fire where they're not used to doing that. It gets over overworked, overused, creating issues. So you can see how, if you just get an injection or just do massage, um, or just do strengthening without really having a game plan around it, you're missing the boat, which is why people get really frustrated because they aren't getting, a, um, they're not getting resolution. So, so common problems that create hip bursitis. Um, so I talked a little bit about this just a second ago is that lack of hip mobility in the hip. If the hip physically can't move, cause we're always 
running, cycling, sitting, bending, cleaning. Like we're always keeping the joint in one position, watching TV. I mean, it, it, we're keeping that joint in more of a flex position. The joint can get a little stiff and tight. And so we've got to be able to stretch that joint out. And if there is lack of mobility in that hip, then you can't recruit the correct muscles to that our body is used to using with everyday life, you start compensating and using those muscles um, to the outside. And so weakness in those hip extensors can be caused from lack of mobility. They can be caused, the mobility may be normal, but they could just be caused because you're just weak there. And so that tends to make you shift your weight to more of the outside of that leg, which is gonna activate more of the outside of that hip, creating issues that um, feel like bursitis, um, which can be bursitis because you're just using those muscles um, in a very different way. So what are the top three exercises that we can do to get some hip bursitis relief right now? So the first one is, this is that mobility piece. Um, like I said, a lot of times, not always, sometimes you have to add a little bit of rotation in there, but a lot of times we need to stretch the hip in the opposite direction. Um, it's just a general rule and in, in general, like if you think about you're always using your muscles in one way, you need to stretch the muscles the opposite way. If you're always using the joint in one way, we need to stretch the joint the opposite way. And really common, we see that the hip does not move very well. And so we've got to stretch more likely than not into a little bit of hip extension to open up that joint. Now, it may feel like you're getting some stretching in the front part of the hip, which you are, but we're really trying to get that hip joint to go down towards the floor. We're really stretching the hip joint. Yes, there's muscles attached to it, and you're going to feel the stretch in the front of the hip, but we're really trying to stretch the joint. And you can do a little test. You can go and do this hip stretch where you're basically kneeling on one leg, the other leg is in the front where you're, you're kind of looking like a hip flexor stretch and you're stretching as far as you possibly can go, hang out in that position, breathe and let you, let your body relax into it. Do it on the other side and you can see the difference between one side and the other side. So it's, it's a good kind of test to see like, oh wow, let me see if they are similar in motion or, or if they're different, if they're different, then we know we have a mobility issue and we've got to address that. So if you hold that for 30 seconds breathe two to three times a day. Um, this is really going to help open up that hip. So again, you're kind of in that kneeling position where you're going to be stretching the front part of the, um, the like that, like a hip flexor stretch, except you're going as far forward as possible, really trying to stretch that hip, getting that hip almost all the way down the floor. It doesn't go all the way down the floor, but that's the motion that we're trying to get. So if, if this is something that's tight, definitely add this stretch into it. And then we can go into some more of the stability type exercises. So this is a lower hip strengthening exercise. It's a really good one. So what you can do is you can put a block and you're going to put a block and put your knee on, on that block and you're going to put your hands. So you're in like on your hands and knees with your affected side, whichever side has the bursitis is actually going to be on that block. And what you're going to do is you're going to push the knee that's on that block. You're almost going to push that knee down to be able to lift the other hip up. So you're going to get kind of that lower hip strengthening exercise, and then you're going to control it on the way down. So you're going to get an eccentric exercise on the way down, concentric on the way up, fantastic exercise 
Um, try not to get it where your back is moving. You really should just be moving the hip up and the hip down. So you're not compensating there. Do this exercise 10, 15 times. If you notice that you just can't like you're compensating, then you're just going to have to stop rest and then start back up again. But these exercises here work those lower glute muscles. There's some hip rotator muscles that are down there, hip extensor muscles that are down there. These are really important to fire because what happens is, is we tend to not. So we want to shift our weight to the outside, to the front a little bit to get those, that muscle recruitment because of the lack of weakness in the, that lower part of the hip. So this is a fantastic exercise to do. Here's another one that's fantastic. So this is lower hip rotator strengthening. So again, you're going to use a block. You're going to lie on your side. You're going to put the block up against the wall. And what you're going to do, the side that you want to work on the strengthening is going to be on the top part. So your hip side is going to be on the top. You're going to go on. Um, it's, it's a, like a clamshell motion, but you're going to do it a little bit differently. So you'll be on your side. You want your knees to be about 90 degrees, your hips close to 90 degrees. Um, your feet, both your feet up on a block with your feet up against the wall or door. So the top leg, what you're going to do is you want to curl the hip under. So that top hip, just curl under first, just a slight tuck um, of that pelvis. Then you're going to push the heel into the ground to really activate those hip extensors. So curl your hip, push the heel, the top heel um, down, and then you're going to lift that leg up while you keep and maintain that pressure. It really works on those hip extensors. You start working on some weight bearing type exercises to get some of these muscles to activate where you're not like fully weight bearing, but you're partially weight bearing because you're, you are putting pressure through that heel. So again, tilt your hips, push through the heel and elevate um, that knee straight up. And this will will help activate some of those muscles. So these are two, three fantastic exercises. I mean, if you did these two to three times a day, um, you know, the first one, just breathing for like a minute, the next two, if you can do them, you know, 10, 15 times, two to three times a day, you're going to start noticing those muscles starting to fire. And then there can be progressions of getting those muscles to activate when you're actually in a standing position so that that will start translating into what you're doing in your everyday activities. But this will start giving you some relief um, if you have some hip bursitis. So for more great resources, make sure you go into the description. Um, we have so many resources on our website, www.m as in Mary, power, P-O-W-E-R, empower, dash, pt.com. And we have a ton of blogs on so many different things. We have um, free reports on back pain, neck pain, knee pain, pelvic floor pain, TMJ, shoulder, um, just top tips that we share um, with our clients on um, things that they can start doing today to start getting some more relief. We have testimonials, podcasts, um, you know, our favorite home equipment that, that people can buy. So Definitely check out our website. On the website, you also can learn how to talk to one of our PTs um, for free. Um, so you also will get that in the description and uh, make sure you subscribe. I mean, this is, um, we're, we're here as a resource. We're putting content up all the time. Um, if you have any questions, um, you know, feel free to reach out any time. Hey y'all, I'm Catherine, Client Relations Manager of Empower Physical Therapy. If you're interested in speaking to one of our specialists on how we can help you, click the link below to set up a time with one of our physical therapists.